Hello and welcome to episode 3 of the Red Belt Report, the MMA podcast where we talk about everything UFC, Bellator, World Series of Fighting, whatever else we deem talking aboutable. I'm your host, Bob Fallon. And I'm Brooks Fallon. And uh, yeah, let's get into episode yeah, 3. Let's get right into it. Yeah. We are... We were going to update our rankings. We're a little behind on that, but it will be on the website in yeah. the next day or two over the weekend. Your life gets in the way sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot. Especially, you know, this isn't our full-time job yet. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> but first things first. We're going to review the cards that we predicted the fights for on the last podcast, which would be Bellator 148, UFC on Fox 18, and Ultimate Fight Night 82. So, first up was Bellator 148, which was a pretty shitty card. On paper, anyway. Yeah. Did yeah. you watch it? Uh, no. I watched the main event, but... Yeah, I mean, it was going on as we were recording the last podcast, and I DVR'd it, watched it, after, actually after the podcast, even though it was late, I ended up watching it. It was a lot of knockouts, so went by pretty quick. Yeah. Entertaining enough, but... I mean, it doesn't really mean anything with the fighters involved. Yeah, nothing to write home about. Yeah. In the main event, uh, Paul Daly knocked out Andy Urwich in the first round. Pretty standard Paul Daly knockout. Yeah. I mean, this guy, Andy Ulrich, obviously was not much. Yeah. And, uh, um, what's his face? His son got knocked out. Yeah, Ryan Couture. Yeah. Couture, Couture got knocked out, yeah. Yeah, that bad. was nasty. Yeah, that was real bad. <laughs> that was disgusting. That's uh, I was putting together a little prep for the year-end awards uh, earlier in the week, and that's definitely a current nominee for knockout of the year. Yeah, yeah, for, me. for sure. So yeah, we predicted. We both predicted Paul Daly. Nothing surprising there. He's no. he's angling for the Josh Koscheck fight. Looks like that's going to happen over the summer. Yeah, I saw recently he was calling them out again. I mean, they got to make that fight happen. They have to. Yeah, <laughs> it would It would be pretty unfortunate if they couldn't yeah. do it. Like we said last time, I don't know why they didn't just immediately it right yeah. set it up. <laughs> but of course, Koshak would have pulled out. But. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he was scared of the other guy. I hope not. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other fight was Chris Honeycutt versus Paul Bradley. Which was a rematch from their no contest, yeah. and Paul had, Bradley just demolished him. Yeah, I had Honeycutt on that fight. So yeah. did I. Yeah, I just thought Paul Bradley was just some kind of middle of the road bruiser, while Chris Honeycutt actually had a decent amount of potential, at yeah. least for a Bellator guy. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It looked like the fight was just going and. It could have been a lucky punch. Paul Bradley came out way more well, aggressive. You could say that about a lot of fights, but it is what it is, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. Neither of these guys is probably going to be anything no, special. That's about a tour. Yeah. Like we said, Patrick Pipple Freer knocked out Ryan Couture in the first yeah. round. We both had that, we right? We both had Freer or Pipple. And that I saw that coming a mile away. Yeah. Ryan Couture, he's not his father. He... He likes to try and stand. I think he's almost a little more... I could be wrong here, but... I think he's a little more jiu-jitsu-based than his father is. Yeah, probably. He definitely don't have the clinch work or the wrestling. Yeah. I mean, he's an okay wrestler, but 
he tried to stand in a bang with Pitbull, and that wasn't smart. You saw how it worked out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Tony Johnson defeated Raphael Butler with the third round TKO, ground and pound, I believe. And I had Tony Johnson, so I went one up on you there. <laughs> you had Butler. Actually, I've seen both of these guys fight, even though I didn't realize that at the, when we were making the predictions. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, Butler fought Daniel Cormier in Strike Force Grand Prix, oh, really? like yeah. the alternate. Uh, oh yeah, he was fighting. Yeah. yeah, that's years ago. Yeah, <laughs> Showtime, like four or five years ago. Yeah, a better card the next week was all uh, UFC on Fox eighteen. Uh, not exactly a standout as far as Fox cards go, but... Well, it, it had the hype to be it, but it didn't really live up to it, but... <laughs> Anthony Johnson should it. Yeah. Uh, knocked out Ryan Bader in the first round. I think we both had that one right. Yeah, well, I told you he was going to annihilate Ryan Bader was just terrified. What I, I told you the last podcast, I told you it was going to be ground a pound. Yeah, I mean... I don't know what Ryan Bader was doing. He immediately shot in. He couldn't get it. And he just lay down. It was just like... And then he got his, he got his ass beat real quick. Yeah. Yeah, he he just was hanging on for dear life. What He couldn't improve his position. He's looked much better than that in the past, but... He always chokes on the big stage. This is crazy, man. Because he, uh, <laughs> he was up there with contenders, believe it or not. But he lost all that footy. I mean, he's going to climb himself up there a lot now. Yeah, he, he's Emerson, like that John Fitch thing. Where, he's like gatekeeper at this point. Yeah, like. I mean, but it's his own fault. He had, all he had to do was let go and try to scramble out. Maybe he could he would have took a hit, but he might have been able to get up to his feet. Yeah, yeah. Instead, like, he pretty much just forfeited yeah, everything. Yeah, it was, it was not very good. Yeah, I I'd love to see Anthony Johnson get the winner of... Uh, John Jones, Daniel Cormier. I wouldn't. Really? Not after the show he put against DC. I thought that was a pretty good... He hit I him mean, once. He hit him a couple times. And yeah. Cormier said he, he, that's the hardest he's ever been hit. I'd like to hit. see him fight Gus again. I don't know. I think that's asking a little much from a guy that his only loss recently is to Daniel Cormier, who's the current title holder. So you're going to put him against John Jones? Because John Jones wins that hands down in my mind. I would expect him to, yeah. I don't know. I think Johnson has nothing else to prove right now. Who else is there for him to fight? He's a journeyman. He's been in a bunch of weight classes and all, but... Heaviest hitter in MMA. I don't think there's any chance you could sell a title fight him versus John Jones. I know John Jones himself has said he wants to fight Anthony Johnson, but I just... I don't see it being anything competitive. I see it being competitive if John Jones lets it be competitive. And he always does, though. That's the thing. Yeah. I feel like he's the biggest threat to John Jones since... I don't think so. It's, John Jones has way too much reach, and he'll even play the game and stand up with him. And I don't see it. I'd be impressed if John Jones could take a punch from Anthony Johnson. I wouldn't. The way Cormier did. And no one's taking Germans like that. I mean, Cormay, I don't, I don't, I don't think his chin's all that. I think John Jones could even knock him out. Um, has anyone? Not yeah. Cormier yet? No. I don't know. His only loss is to John Jones. 
in yeah, MMA. That's true. Yeah, and Gustafson probably beat him, but he got the call there. Yeah. That was a pretty good fight. I mean, it I. It was a good fight, but Cormier was champion, and you gotta take it to the champion. Yeah, as far as Bader goes, who cares? <laughs> Let him fight anybody. He's a gatekeeper at this point. Yeah. Just. I don't know. He already fought over in St. Pro, or I would have said that, but yeah. someone along those lines. Yeah, he's a gatekeeper. Send him the Bellator, he'll be the champ. Yeah, well, they won't <laughs> let that happen. I know. <laughs> they don't want to let everybody go. They've already started. Yeah. Uh, co-main event was Ben Rothwell versus Josh Barnett. We both had Josh Barnett there, and man. I said he was catch wrestling, Josh Barnett would get him, but he got checked out, man. That was a pretty nasty submission. I could be wrong. I, I think it was the first time Josh Barnett's been finished by submission. Yep, first time. And, uh... It was made impressive. it look easy, that dude. Was impressive. He just cinched it in. Yeah. And Ben Rothwell's on a hell of a run here. And that's not like I watched the uh, Gracie breakdown of that, and that's not a very uh, like big choke to get in. He was like losing his fingers and everything. They said like. Yeah, he said he's been working that yeah. a lot with the with the, the go go or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. They call it the go go choke. I forget what they call it in Brazilian. Yeah. But, um, basically, it means uh, like Adam's apple, and you're like pressing your uh, Adam's apple. Yeah, Barnett looked miserable. He didn't. He was not having well, that. Well, I'm sure it's not comfortable at all. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't expect that at all. I mean, no. Ben Rothwell might be the this heavyweight. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's one kind of, of the guys. Yeah. He's um, he's on a three fight win streak. Knocked out Overeem. He knocked out someone else. I can't remember. And yeah. maybe Brandon Vera. But that might have been before, but and now this, wins. yeah, I mean, this was the most impressive to me. Yeah, because you could say the Overeem thing was a little fluky with yeah, the yeah. one shot, but there's not really anything fluky about this. Not at all. He didn't do much before that happened, but he was yeah, yeah. in the fight, competitive. Wasn't yeah. you know he wasn't getting he out. Finished the fight. I mean, he finished the fight quick. It wasn't the, the, the fight didn't drag him too long. He's got legit power. He's got solid defensive wrestling and. Plus he's he sells gonna, fights, he's, he's pretty oh good yeah. at selling fights. <laughs> With his dark magic shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty weird, but I enjoy it. Yeah, uh, Yeah. I think he has another fight lined up already. Yeah, versus Junior Dos Santos yeah, yeah, at Ultimate Fight Night 86. Yeah, that's not a bad fight. That sounds about right, because yeah. if he can take... I think he will beat Junior Dos Santos, at least at first glance, we'll without what, really we'll looking into it. We'll see what happens with JDS. I mean, I don't know what... Well, it depends on what JDS shows up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. But if he could beat JDS, he's right in line with the winner of whoever. Yeah. Haven't officially announced the actual title fight. But yeah. Crazy. Never would have thought it. Yeah. He came in from the... Well, Stipe's got to be the title fight. There's no way... I think they the haven't announced it yet, but I've heard that UFC 198 is going to be Verdun versus Stipe. Yeah. They in, can't get uh, the at this point. Right? No. He's he needs a team fight. needs a fight, yeah, yeah, definitely. Maybe he'll fight uh, Overeem since they resigned. That'd be a good fight. Yeah, he resigned. Yeah, that'd be a good fight. Especially with Overeem's new runaway <laughs> tactic. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it just doesn't go in there for the knock. I mean, he's been knocked out a lot. Yeah, true. As far as Barnett goes, I like to see him continue. He's still a good fighter. Well, I've even before. The uh, Rothwell fight, no, I mean, he's been talking for a while about 
if he doesn't know if he wants to fight again. So we'll see. I mean, he's got to have a pretty nice contract, though. I would think. I'm sure he makes a lot of money. Yeah. So it just depends if he wants to fight a guy like Stephen Strew or, or he could go to EBI. True. Or he could go anywhere and grab Even him, you know what I mean? professional wrestling, he could get into. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's not uh, hurting for money. I'm sure. Seems like a smart guy. Yeah. Uh, the next fight down was Jimmy Rivera uh, defeating Yuri Alcantara by uh, unanimous decision. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. He looked good out there. I didn't pick that one. We both had Alcantara. Yeah. So we both continue our struggles in the <laughs> picket fights, yeah. as you'll see. Um, but yeah, Jimmy Rivera looked really good. He's fairly young for the division. This is a bantamweight stacked uh, prospect division. Yeah, it's, it's just a, tough, a lot of young up and guys. Yeah. But he had solid defensive wrestling, good stand-up. Uh, he just was hitting the harder, cleaner shots all night. Yeah. Apparently his biggest thing is like wrestling and submissions. More, But more recently he's been standing more. Well, you got to be a mixed martial artist. I mean, you got yeah. to know it all. He seems like he's improving. Um, I think he trains with Frankie Edgar and company. So yeah. definitely one to, to watch out for. On a side note, I've heard recently that Chris Weidman is training with uh, Frankie Edgar's trainer. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh yeah, what was what's his name? I forget off the top of my mind. Yeah, idea, but. but yeah, that was interesting, and uh, Stephen Thompson as well. But yeah. uh, the the last card on the main card, the last fight on the main card for UFC on Fox was Brian Barberina completely derailing the hype train of Sage Northcutt with the second round submission from a half guard on the There's wrong, a few wrong things side. You could say about that, yeah. I mean. I saw all the Twitter reactions from all the fighters and said he gave up when he got hard, all that, but... You have to think, he's a 19-year-old kid who's never been in that kind of position. And everybody hates the excuses and all, but he, he says he has strep throat going into it. And I don't really that, care about that. 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 But, but, and that's not, I watched the Gracie breakdown of that, Henry Gracie. He explained it very well, where... That was not a uh, arm triangle choke. It was uh, I forget the name he put on it, but the pressure, the weight, and this could be wrong. This could be totally, totally wrong. But the way Henner explained it was the way the camera angles moved when you're watching the fight. The pressure was already on the choke, and he says for a professional grappler. You can only stay in the choke for six to ten seconds before you're about to go out. Really? And the way the camera angles move, the pressure was already on the choke. And then the camera angle moves, it looks like it's in half guard, but it's about where you're about to go out. And I mean it doesn't it's it doesn't look like a soft choke by any means, but I don't know. There's a lot you could say about that. You could say you get stripped or all that, but I don't know. I think I think Sage will bounce back. Oh him, yeah. They'll He's get him a match up. Yeah, he's going to start training to try to start full-time now. Yeah. He looked impressive when he was doing what he wanted to do. I yeah. mean, he's obviously super athletic still. He's got the skills. Yeah. It's just he's young. He doesn't spar. With I think this is the trouble with people that don't spar at all yeah, because yeah. you could see when he got tagged, he didn't like Doesn't it. Know what, yeah. yeah, he just was – you could just see the panic slash frustration on but his face. But, I mean, face. he controlled the whole first round, I think. Yeah, he he won the first round. I thought, yeah. even though like he got hit a few times at the end of that first round, and it yeah. kind of 
led into the second going the way it did. Yeah, yeah. And he did that stupid. I mean, it was cool looking flying like. Oh, that was flip kick, but yeah. That's, That's like Chris Weidman with that spin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of desperation, I think. And it's not even desperation. You're just getting up. You think you're in a fluid, like you're in a gym or something. You right. Like kicking. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do when you're on the ground? Yeah. He has proven that he's not great on, yeah. his, on his back. That was just like Chris Weidman. I mean, Chris Weidman's a wrestler. He threw that spinning back kick, and then Luke Rockhold was on his back immediately, and he couldn't get out of it. Yeah. There's been a few things said about that, but we'll move on. <laughs> yeah, as far as Sage, like you said, you got to throw him a little more. This might actually be good for him, because if you can't last win minute it, at welterweight, it's... you got to throw him some cupcakes, yeah. <laughs> essentially. You gotta, if you want to build him up like yeah, they are. You know. To let him improve his skills. Just give him different style matchups, yeah. but no one that's that great. Yeah. I mean, not like Brian Barberina is that great, but he He's was... Not bad. A veteran fighter who knew what he was doing. With, uh, He's a tough guy. Hendo. Yeah. Ben Hendo. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was... I, I, I don't get the hate for Sage Northcote, but I don't, I don't get the love either. Yeah. just think he's a developing prospect. And, I mean, he looks ripped and all that, and he's got karate skills and all, but we'll see what he can do. He could drop... I mean, you could forget about him in a year if he doesn't win another fight, you know what I mean? Yeah. If he, uh, if he, if he was uh, a guy on the circuit and had three more years to develop and came yeah. into UFC at twenty two, everyone would love him. Yeah. So it's just the amount of money he makes that ever, that everyone hates him for, which he can't control. He's going to try to make as much money as well, he can. Well, they built him up on the TV show. You can't. Yeah. Uh, the main event of the prelims was Tarek Safadine over Jake Ellenberger. Man, Jake Ellenberger. He's lost like six of his last seven. He's the next to the Bellator. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to get the Josh Koscheck rematch there, too. Yeah. Uh, Safadine coming back, like I said before, uh, only his third UFC fight since he's been bought out from Strikeforce. And you could tell he was a little uh, rusty. He didn't look as sharp as he normally does, but still got the job done. I think he's a solid fighter in the maybe 10 to 15 range of welterweight. Yeah. Um, like to see him just get another fight as soon as possible, for not sure. have another long layoff. In between. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, like you said, he's only been three fights in since Strike Force. So yeah, he's just got to be more active, and yeah. if he wants to get a shot at going up a stacked welterweight, he's got to yeah. got to get some fights in. Uh, Diego Fiera defeated Alan Joban Mercier, I believe his name is. Yeah. I didn't write. I only heard his last name down. <laughs> my bad. Uh, by decision, it was uh, a grapple fest, as far as I can remember. Yeah. Uh, nothing too exciting there, but for Fihera, definitely won. Uh, Jafe Natal defeated Kevin Casey by third round TKO. Yeah. Kevin Casey's garbage, man. Yeah. Always a steroid user. Yeah. We, you had Casey. I had Natal. I did. We both had Safadine. We both had Sage. We both had Mercier, so we were one for one there. Uh, next up was... And Hafeo Natal actually has another fight lined up already. Really? For the Brazil card, I think, in a couple months. Yeah. Or in May, perhaps. Um, Wilson Hayes def- defeated Dustin Ortiz by decision. Did you see that fight? I did not see that, but I was expecting Ortiz to run away with that. Um, Hayes looked good, dude. He yeah. looked uh, really solid. He, the Elite XC champ. He used to be the Elite XC champ, and then he's had his ups and downs in the UFC. He's still not 
uh, he's still a relatively young fighter and uh, looks like, I don't know, Dustin Ortiz is a solid, not spectacular kind of guy, yeah. but it was an impressive win, I thought. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I mean, Ortiz got a little bit of a name, so that's uh, yeah. definitely a big win. Knocks uh, Ortiz out of my top ten for a flyweight. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Alexander Yokolov, Yakolev, excuse me, defeated George Sullivan by first round knockout. It's pretty uh, pretty sick. You had Yakolev, I had Sullivan. Congrats. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Alex Caceres defeated Masio Fulham by decision. We both had that. That was pretty predictable. Yeah. Um, Blank Brown defeated Blank Dwyer by decision. God damn it, I gotta write these first names down. <laughs> uh, Tony Martin defeated Oliveri by submission. Uh, and Jackson versus Marco Chavelli was a draw because of an iPerk point oh, deduction. Yeah. I didn't see any of the Facebook prelims. Not Facebook. Is it Facebook? No, that's so old bad. school. <laughs> you could tell. We started this episode late, but uh, yeah. yeah, now it's fight past free limbs. Free limbs. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. worked too much to watch the early stuff. So. Yeah, I caught all the all the stuff that was on TV. Yeah. It was a solid card. I always enjoy watching the fights, and I've actually found it more enjoyable to watch the fights since we've been doing this. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm just like trying to. I don't know. I feel like I'm always trying to increase my knowledge of like. The strategies and the skills and all that. Yeah, for sure. And I'll even go back and watch them again. Yeah, yeah sometimes I will. Yeah. yeah. But I'm wa- always... I watched the TJ Cruz fight six, seven, eight times. It was an awesome fight. TJ won that fight. It's up for my fight of the year so far. Not like there's really been that many, but... <laughs> TJ won that fight. No, we're doing. He literally did. Oh, they gave the belt to Cruz. Well, I know he literally did. <laughs> TJ won that fight. I will not. Something off the top of my head I just thought of. Maybe we should do fight of the card, knockout of the card, submission of the card for each of the UFC. Like give out our own post-fight yeah. awards. I'll be down for that. I'd say knockout for me went to Anthony Johnson. Over I mean, Ryan Bader. For the biggest one. I'd say the submission. Uh, probably Barbarina over Northcutt just for the upset value. I'd give it to Rothwell. Yeah, I forgot about that one already. Yeah. <laughs> Since this is the title of him, it definitely has to go to Rothwell. Fight of the night for me was Jimmy Rivera versus Yuri Alcantara. That was a pretty uh, competitive battle there. I agree. All right, moving on to Ultimate Fight Night number 82, previously known as UFC 196. Yeah. Um, like I was saying before, this was a crappy pay-per-view, but actually a pretty solid free Fox Sports 1 card. Well, now that you say that, I say we do a worst fight of the night, and that's uh, okay. Big Country versus Jared Rock. Oh my gosh, that was garbage. That was the worst, one of the worst fights I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that really, truly, we're bearing the lead, but that's okay. But yeah, that was completely awful. Roy Nelson defeated Jared Rochelle by decision. Uh, Jared Rochelle is garbage. He is terrible. If he can't. I don't know. That was painful like to watch. Nelson, Literally Nelson painful. Said, he's not a fighter, and I proved it tonight. Well, he kind of proved he, he wasn't a fighter either. Well, no, I know what he means, though. It's Roy Nelson's Roy Nelson. That was the most strategic we've seen him be since the yeah, Ultimate Fighter 10. For sure. Uh, 
Yeah, I guess he was trying to make a point, and he, he did it. Yeah. I'd like, maybe, I'd like to see Roy Nelson fight, uh... Josh Barnett. <laughs> he, don't, he just fought him last time, huh? No, he did, didn't he? I was going to say that too because it is, it is a kind of even matchup but yeah. I don't know anyone in that 10 or 15 range yeah maybe I Stefan mean, Struve heavy, heavy up for the, like, anyone yeah. yeah there's some name value or Andre Olavsky maybe could be yeah. interesting yeah that'd be good fun. give him a rebound and I think as soon as Roy Nelson's fist hits his face I <laughs> mean like crumple yeah. it's going to destroy Olavsky's value but anything could at this point uh, but yeah the main event was Stephen Thompson announcing himself to the here. world. Very big card here. In defeating Johnny Hendricks by first round knockout three minutes. No, it's just defeating him. He worked him. Dude, break, breakthrough performance of the year, I, I have it as. And Already. I mean, it might... Breakout fight. can't forget that one because that's going to stay up there. I mean, that was, that was big. That was huge. He dominated him. I mean... This is... All right. I predicted Johnny Hendricks because here's a guy... Yeah, he's two and three in his last five fights, but he was losses to GSP, Robbie Lawler. GSP, who he beat. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he got robbed. Definitely beat. Robbie Lawler, who he got robbed. Yeah. <laughs> and what was the the other one? Um, um I forget. Damn it! I had it. Beat Matt Brown. He yeah, he beat Matt Brown. Robbie Lawler, uh, Roy McDonald. No, he didn't. Fight he didn't Matt. fight Roy McDonald. Yeah. He beat Robbie Lawler. Yeah. And Carlos Condit. Who else was there was there? another one, but yeah. it was nothing. It was again a top fighter. Yeah, he might only lost to GSP and uh, Rob Miller. And then this one. That's maybe this was the third loss to Thompson. So yeah. Yeah. So and again, those are decisions. Those losses. Yeah. And he went ten rounds with Robbie Lawler, three rounds with Carlos Condit, and Five never even came GSP. close to getting knocked out. Yeah. And he just he got, got worked, dismantled, worked by Stephen Thompson. Yeah. It was very impressive. Uh, I'll tell you right now, Stephen Thompson went from not even on my welterweight rankings to number three or four. I've got him at two. Yeah, he. I want him well, to get the next title. Three, fight. including the champion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I think he deserves the next title shot, unless either Carlos Condit rematch or Stephen Thompson, whichever one, I'd be happy with. Yeah. Because holy shit, did Thompson look incredible? He was able to stop every takedown attempt. He took his takedown attempts, and then he just picked him apart. Yeah. And then he hit him with hard shots and knocked his ass out. He's using his kicks to keep in that range. Hendricks had no idea what to do, how to even get close to him. After the first couple hits, he was just like... I think he must have been just surprised at how hard he was getting hit. Well, plus the wake up must take so much out of him. But apparently he was 173 like a week before. I would listen to that. He was ripped. Yeah, it's all that's kind of peel. He did look a little smaller than normal, but I mean, I wouldn't listen to that. I mean, Chris Weidman said he was one eighty-eight before his uh, Luke Rockhold fight, and there's no way. Yeah, they're cutting that's, at least ten pounds day of. Yeah, that's got to be just some kind of PR move. Yeah, yeah. Um, but wow, Stephen Thompson! That I was, that was, I had goosebumps at the end of that fight. That's one of the most impressive victories I've seen in a long time. Yeah, dude is. Improving fast because he was obviously an excellent kickboxer, but that had wrestling, his struggles. That wrestling with like Chris Weidman and yeah, uh, that's really paying off. Jiu-Jitsu with Matt Serra, that must be really working out. Because look, Matt Brown was able to like dominate him yeah. on a, on that kind of clinch slash wrestling standpoint, yeah. and well, maybe not dominate, but beat him at, yeah. at that game. And he's clearly improved leaps and bounds. Nobody's ever done that to Johnny Hendricks ever. 
No. Yeah. This is just exciting for what's in general because I want to see Stephen Thompson fight anybody. I don't yeah. care. I just want to watch this guy fight. He's fun as shit to watch. I wouldn't mind. I've seen. I mean, Carlos Condit. I've saw recently that Carlos Condit the only way he's going to fight again is if he gets another shot at the time. Yeah. Which I wouldn't mind. I would not see yeah. a rematch, but I'd like to see Condit rematch Lawler, take him out. I mean, how about <laughs> Condit versus Thompson? That would be an incredible fight. Oh my god, that's like video game. Yeah, that would be incredible. <laughs> Here's what I heard, rumors, rumor alert, UFC 200, first they, they're they trying to get GSP back to yeah. fight Lawler for UFC 200, if that doesn't happen, they want McGregor, apparently that's the next no one, they, I swear to God that that's no. being talked about, I heard it from Greg Savage on uh, Sure Dog Cheap, Sheet, no Cheap Seats, way. if he beats Hafi Hunter Sanders, he said, do not Dude, be surprised, all three belts? I don't know. That's a. I mean, I get two hundred's a big thing. You can't tie up all three belts. I think they would have to make him forfeit one forty-five belt if At he least, did it. Yeah, yeah, or pick one belt to not. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. I mean, I I don't dislike. I used to really dislike McGregor. And I don't anymore. But now you have a shirt. <laughs> yeah, we gotta kill a shirt. Uh, yeah. Thank you to my sub at work. <laughs> Tammy, she but anyway, like got the was, Reagan shirt. Well, like I was saying, I just, I mean, he's a big featherweight, but he's not that big of a lightweight, and he's certainly a very small welterweight. I think Robbie Lawler would work him. Who? McGregor. No. Uh, I don't I know. I think he would work him, dude. He's not that big. Let me see this fight next uh, in the next couple of weeks. There's against not just smaller than Aldo. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No. He's big, dude. He, Dude, McGregor's got three inches of reach on him. Yeah, reach-wise, but he's a big dude. And he's got like an inch or two of height on him. I just got to see this fight at UFC 196 before I can make any calls. I think it's going to be just like the auto. He's going to knock him out cold. I hope so. I love the guy. He's going to knock him out cold. <sighs> Paul, you heard it here first. <laughs> we'll save some for our preview in our, <laughs> our next podcast. But, um... There's so many options at welterweight. Uh, you got the Condit rematch now. Thompson's in the mix, and that's another part. They of say it. Tyron Woodley's gonna get the next shot. That's the last thing anybody he needs wants to see. Fight, He's least. just been left. There's no way. Yeah. There's absolutely no way. Yeah. I mean, Johnny Hendricks fought already. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Come on. Fight I, again. Just, Everybody says they want to stay busy. Have faith in your abilities, dude. Yeah. If you deserve a title shot, you'll win a fight to yeah. prove it. All he's got prove it against all Roy he McDonald. has is wrestling. I mean, his striking is not terrible, but all he has is that wrestling. He's so inconsistent. And I don't, this is not a racist statement by any means, but there's a lot of stocky, big black guys that go in there and they can wrestle. He hits hard. He's got the rest of the uh, He doesn't have the movement. He doesn't to deal with the top class of... But it's weird because sometimes, like, against Nate Marquardt and Strike and Strikeforce, he puts a complete performance together and looks awesome, but yeah, then yeah. the next time out, he just tentative, doesn't throw. Yeah. looks like crap. I it was mean, like Yo Romero. I mean, the last fight did not look good at all. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of weird how that happens sometimes, but... I just... I've never been in a cage, so I don't know, but... Well, me neither, but... Yeah? Well... <laughs> On the street, but now in the cage. <laughs> uh, yeah, as far as Johnny Hendricks, man, I don't know. He's going to have to figure some shit out here. 
I had him on number 10 on my welterweight rankings after this. I dropped him down a bit, not that far, I don't think. But uh, I still, I don't really like him that much. But I've never liked him, but I can't discount his ability. Exactly. I would like to see him fight maybe Damian Maya. I know Maya's already yeah, lined up. I think Maya deserves a title shot more than almost more than Thompson does. Or maybe how about let's do let's do the Woodley fight for real this time. Yeah. Hendricks versus Woodley. Yeah, we can do that. But I think Maya maybe should fight Thompson. Mm. Yeah, that would be interesting to match up the styles. Yeah. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. There's a lot of possibilities. That's a good division right there. Like Conor McGregor says, we've got options, and that's a good thing in a fight game. Exactly, exactly. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I said how this was a good card, mainly because of the main event. There were some decent fights on the undercard here, but even like over in St. Pru, uh defeated Rafael Calvicante by decision, but that was not a fun fight to watch either. Doesn't really injured his ankle. Yeah. yeah, OSP's kind of that gatekeeper guy. Like, is he that he's old in, though? No, but he's never he's never going to be good enough. To, I don't think he'll yeah. be bottom top ten for his whole career. I feel like you never know. He's in a Ryan Bader camp. Like he's pretty. Like I would put Ryan Bader above Ryan him. He's much older though. But yeah, not much. But I have no idea how old he is. <laughs> I know Ryan Bader's been around the game for a while. But. Yeah. He just seems like he's so raw and he hasn't refined his skills over the years. I mean, he's been around longer than you would think. Yeah. But. He's out of uh, TriStar. I mean, I think we went over this last time. But. Yeah. And Cavalcante's just done, I, though. He's washed up. Cavalcante, he lost the Hendo for the Strike Force. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's been. He needs to retire. Yeah. <laughs> Give it Bellator. He's always in Anderson Silva's corner. And next up is Joseph Benavidez defeating Zach Mikulski by unanimous decision. Uh, Benavidez, as always, looked great against a non-champ. <laughs> I mean, he's the only people he's lost to is uh, DJ and Dominic Cruz. Yeah, yeah, uh, and he apparently he's splitting away from Alpha Male now too. Well, or at least for this camp, he was with. He trains with the uh, TJ. Rumor is he's going. He's leaving as well. There's a lot of drama going on in Team Alpha now. And hey, if that's going to help him, if he thinks that's going to help him get past that, yeah. you know, that roadblock and get a title, then more power to well, him. We'll see what happens with this Cody Garbrandt. I mean, uh, Cody Garbrandt. Yeah, yeah. He's a pretty solid up and coming fighter. Well, we'll see. If we'll get wins. into that with the when we talk yeah. about the next couple cards here. Um, Mikowski, he is what he is. He's a Bottom tier, top ten guy. Yeah. No one's gonna beat Benavides other than Demetrius. Yeah. I think Benavides would beat Cejudo, who's getting the next title shot. I so. agree. Uh, Misha Serkinov defeated Alex Nicholson by second round submission, rear naked choke. Nasty ass submission. Really? Definitely gets my submission of the night bonus. Oh, wow. uh, broke his jaw. You could hear it. Oh yeah, yeah. Snapped it. That's the guy that proposed to his wife at the weigh-ins. Yeah, and then he got his... Uh, good thing yeah. he proposed beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> what was he going to say? Yeah. Uh, but Misha Serkinov is a kind of a light heavyweight prospect. Uh, mid to late 20s, I believe, out of Canada. Of the way of Ukraine or something. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's Russian, yeah. yeah uh, 
but he was pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, I like to see two of five is a weight class that needs some <laughs> infusion of talent, so it's never never hurts to have a a younger guy coming up. Uh, how about Mike Powell defeating Sean Spencer by third round TKO? That was a pretty fun fight. Well, Powell needed it. Yeah, he was he was Bellator bound if he would have lost this, I think. Well, he's a journeyman. He's been around for a long time. Yeah, you picked him. I didn't... Uh, yeah. yeah, I thought Sean Spencer would take care Spencer of him. He looked good at times, but... He he's just, a, he's another guy that's been around for a while. You Yeah, it's kind of underrated how... You don't realize how long he's been around, yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah, that was a fun fight. Late finish would have went either way if it went to the judges, but Paul said, "Fuck that!" I'm Sean not. Spencer had uh, this battles with Sam Stout. I mean, I don't know if that was Sean Spencer. Was it not? I don't think it's so. Not already, yeah. No, well, he was at late yeah, then. I don't know. It's possible. I yeah. don't know. I'm not 100 percent on my history yeah. there. But um, Josh Berkman defeated KJ Nunes. Yeah, by decision. Berkman definitely needed that. He cut down <laughs> to lightweight. with all this no IV Ridiculous. and all that. I mean, he cut like 20 or 30 pounds in one day. He He's fought at heavyweight. Yeah. And he's fighting at lightweight. He, caught, he looked but drained. It was, a stain, it was a big story that he cut so much weight and there's no IV and all that. And that was good, it was definitely a good win for him. KJ News been around for a while, too. KJ News sucks, I hate to say. Yeah. But, I mean, he beat Nick Diaz back in the day. Still, I don't know. At least, especially lately, he's been garbage. Yeah. Uh, I don't really look at it as a good win, but it kept him alive anyway. Yeah. It is a win. <laughs> I think he needs to go back to welterweight because he did not look good, even though he won. Yeah, like, well, he, Berkman, I mean, definitely should not be at lightweight. Yeah. Especially, I mean, California's banned dehydration, basically. And I think they all should ban it. Yeah. I hate that it's game. It's crazy, yeah. man. That's Johnny Hendricks, one and one <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Derek Lewis defeated Damian Grabowski first round knockout. Uh, the Black Beast called out <laughs> the champ, which I don't think he's yeah, going to get. But yeah. uh, speaking of heavyweights that maybe could fight Roy Nelson or or Josh Barnett, yeah, I'm, I'm that kind of tier, yeah, yeah. Matt Mitrione, someone like that. Call it champ. Though. That's just uh, yeah. I guess everyone feels like yeah. at heavyweight you might as well, right? You gotta make waves. I guess. <laughs> Justin Scoggins defeated Ray Borg by decision, which was a pretty awesome fight. Uh, Scoggins looked the best I'd ever seen him, and he's I already thought he was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, for uh, flyweight up and cover, he was he impressed me. That was probably my fight of the night, right there. Really? Give Thompson the the knockout of the night. Yeah, uh, Misha the submission of the night, and Scoggins probably the fight of the night. Yeah, I mean Ray Borg ain't no joke, and he. He ragged on him. He he made him look bad. Oh wow! Diego Rivas knocked out Noad Lahat in the second round with a flying knee. That that was my knockout of the night. I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick. That that's like knockout of the year potential. Did yeah. you see it? No. I mean, standing. He got Rivas got dominated by Lahat in the first round. Out wrestled everything. Second round, standing flying knee knocked him out cold. Sent him to the hospital, like, was scary shit. Like, wow. Pretty awesome. Uh, Mickey Gall won uh, yeah, my first-round submission against Mike Jackson. Real quick. To him with that nice, uh, I think it was a right hand. Could be a right hand. Or yeah, a quick right, and then quickly took him down yeah, yeah, and yeah. just worked from there. 
uh, and he gets the chance to fight CM Punk. He'll never fight CM Punk. At UFC 197. Oh, wait. Or 199 uh, or whatever. Now he's got to have back surgery. Yeah, now he's got back surgery. He's never going to fight. No. And he should pull the plug on that. How bad does that suck for Mickey Gall, though? Like, the whole reason he had this his fight... Name is, his name is in, though. Still. But he had this fight to to fight CM Punk. Now he has to wait. He's going to have to wait. Or else what's the wait. point? If he gets another fight, he could lose that and it's whatever. I think CM Punk will never fight. No. I have a feeling, yeah. I mean, back surgery, he's got a herniated disc. All my, that wear and tear from the WWE. Well, my father had a herniated disc and had surgery. and Your father? Was, my uncle. Yeah. <laughs> he was bedridden for three or four months. Bedridden. Then you gotta get back on the train again. He's never gonna... I mean, that's two years at, at that point. But he wasn't CM Punk. Whatever that means. <laughs> like he's some mixed martial arts star. I mean, it's, he's starting he's, from the Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Started from the bottom, now he's here. And that's like in the uh, hospital. I was telling you that episode of MMA Beat, Kevin Ioli was on it, which was a great episode. Props to Kevin Ioli. You'll never listen to this, but. I hate that. He had some, you don't like him? I don't like him. He had some great views in the UFC rankings about how. I won't get into it, but he had some great views on it. Get into it. Well, I mean, he had some great views where. You're giving all these journalists the, uh, you vote on the rankings and all, and that's, that has a outcome on somebody's livelihood, like, and that's somebody's opinion, really, I mean, about what happens, and that really, I mean, that, that's the UFC official rankings, so that affects people's livelihoods, the matchups they get. And what's they make, right, based off the rankings? Basically what I earlier was saying was it should be internal. Maybe there shouldn't even be rankings and just make the matchups how... Because even with rankings, they make the matchups how they feel. They want, yeah. yeah. It's basically just for TV purposes. I get it, yeah, but it still affects... Like, but it, at first, even with like with the Reebok thing, it, they were going to use rankings yeah. as the payout. Yeah. Like, and they eventually changed that, but like, there's just too much weight put behind it. You know what I mean? For sure. But, uh, Check out our rankings uh, this weekend. <laughs> well, they mean nothing. Yeah, exactly. It's just, just uh, for fun. Yeah. yeah. And when it's the official, it's a little bit different. Right? Yeah. And, you, sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. No, it's fine. You can keep going. Uh, last fight was Alex White defeating Artem Lobov by decision. He's gone. He's got to be gone. I mean, he's gone. he had a selling point on him because he's a college partner or a training partner or whatever. Life partner. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but, I mean, he looked terrible. Yeah. He looked... I, I didn't I, see I, the I saw that. I, mean, I didn't see it. Swinging for the fences. Had no chance getting inside. I never was he impressed by this terrible. guy, man. Never I mean, he lost Ryan Hall. In the, I mean, he could do not. I mean, all Ryan Hall was like... Put a body clinic. triangle yeah. on him. I mean, it was just... Yeah, that was pretty pathetic. And he's, he's, <laughs> his record is not anything to... It's like 10 and 10 or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't... He's... I, not even Bellator bound. He's probably World Series of Fighting bound. Or like Titan FC. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. But they had a selling point on him because he trains with Connor and they do the whole yeah. uh, countdown show with him and all that. But exactly. I don't. He's. If his losses were more competitive, he looked terrible. Yeah. Ultimate Fighter is a joke. Yeah. Let's keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> 
Let's transition now to tomorrow night's fights. Well, to our previews. Bellator 149. The Freak Show card. Yeah, right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's start at the top. Uh, Hoist Gracie <laughs> versus Ken Shamrock in a catchweight fight. Actually, saw so I think, or light heavyweight, because Shamrock weighed in at 201, actually, which is pretty low for him. And Gracie was like 190, uh, something okay. like that. Uh, how about the, the card in general? You know, you got a Gracie Shamrock, Kimbo Dada, <laughs> <laughs> Manuel Newton, Melvin Guillard. I mean, it's must-see TV as far as I'm concerned, but not because it it's like a high-level competition. It it's sucks. more like curiosity killed the cat. Which is how Bellator gets the ratings now. I wish I could see it live. I'm going to Philadelphia tomorrow. But uh, I'm not going to be able to catch it live. I have to watch the reruns. But. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely... I've had my brother-in-law over. He loves watching these, these freak show fights. Yeah. So it would be fun. Well, it's so free TV. Yeah, uh, Hoist Gracie versus Ken Shamrock. How do you see that breaking down? I think it's pretty predictable. What's going to happen? Tell me what's going to happen. I don't know what Hoist is going to look like, but I think Hoist is going to pull guard on him. Immediately. Immediately. It's hard to see any other way. Maybe a deep half guard and play from there. Or something like that. And I just... Or maybe he'll try to circle around Frank and let him throw some punches and catch him in something. Like a flying something. But I think Hoist is definitely going to... It's jiu-jitsu all the way. He's going to... You like the Gracie? Yeah. I think Hoist, for sure, by submission. I'm not sure exactly what. It probably might be some weird choke. But with no gi, it's no gi, mixed martial arts jiu-jitsu, so... I think... He's, uh... Gonna... Um, probably... Either pull guard and try to sweep him or something. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen Gracie fight. Maybe... Ever. Like, obviously, I've seen the videos of like, yeah, I mean, UFC he, 1 or 2. But when he originally UFC 1 and all, it was that's, that's in Gi. Yeah. It's no Gi Jiu-Jitsu. And he got point. destroyed by Matt Hughes in his UFC fight yeah. uh, in, like, UFC 70 or something like that. But this is Ken Shamrock we're talking about. <laughs> True. This is the guy... He couldn't choke out Kimbo Slice. <laughs> yeah, and who looked like complete... Yeah. And Ken Shamrock's game is... Garbage. ...submission also. But I just... I see no way Hoist can lose this fight. Yeah. I see a way he could break his I mean, hip he, down the well, hole. <laughs> he could ground pound it if he pulls guard and Ken Shamrock lands a few good elbows or something. Yeah. I think most realistic scenario is Gracie by guillotine or whatever. Guillotine. I think it might even be like a, like a triangle choke or and If like this that. goes to decision... It's going to be a joke. Holy crap. I mean, it's going to look like two retired old dudes. Which is exactly what it is. Well, it is. <clears throat> Plus, Ken Shamrock, 54. Is this, this is a rematch, right? Because they fought in UFC 3 of 1. Yeah. I mean, that's or good. it might be 3. I think it was UFC 1, but it might... No, I don't know. It's yeah. a joke either way. I just wanted... I don't know. I just want to watch it just because it's like... Hard. This I is, get they have name value, but I don't see how it main events a card anywhere. <laughs> well, because it's going to pull in some serious ratings, I guarantee. Well, yeah. Well, that's for sure. And you got Kimber Slice with me. It's like me. watching... Uh, hold on. Let's see. I have a good example. 
Um, I, Muhammad Ali, fight, or no, that's fighting. I'm trying to think of like a baseball batter versus pitcher, like some 60 year olds playing. Yeah, it's like, yeah, who really. cares? Like, who cares who wins? But yeah, interesting stuff. Next up, we have Kimbo Slice versus Dada 5000. Da, da, they wouldn't even. Stare him down at the weigh-ins today for fear of... Uh, That's a joke. Yeah. They're trying to sell it on some... The street fight championship of the world. They gave Dada 5000 a sledgehammer for the poster. <laughs> they put yeah, a sledgehammer. I heard about that on the Kimmy yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, how do you see this one rolling? Kimbo knocks him out cold. How fast? Probably TKO on the ground. What First round? round Call sure. your shot. First round. First round? Sure. Absolutely. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't. I've never seen Dada Five Thousand fight, but I know he's a Kimbo clone slash wannabe. It's funny you say that because there's some documentary. I forget what it's called, but it's about the uh, I know, Miami yeah. street fighting scene. And Dada Five Thousand is like almost a narrator of the guy they fought, and he runs the whole street fighting league, but he never fights. He's like a retired street fighter. Now he's fighting Kimbo Slice. Yeah, I just Kimbo sucks. But he did just Kimbo's beat. got a real trainer, though. He has, obviously, some power, some solid stand-up skills. I don't think Dafir Harris is going to take him down. Yeah. So I don't think he has to worry about that. So I'd like to say he'll probably win by first or second round knockout as well. Yeah. But it's just like Kimbo's been around the game a little bit. He's fought real fighters. Dada 5000, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> I mean, it's a joke. It is, but... Let's get into a couple of real fights, even though I don't know how spectacular they are. Emmanuel Newton is fighting Linton Vassell again after he just fought him three fights ago. Yeah. He beat him by submission in the third round. I see a very similar situation. I think Newton is just a better fighter. Linton Vassell is not complete garbage, but he's basically the Bellator version of a gatekeeper. Yeah, like him, it's like... Uh... Wow, what's the guy's name? Matiachu or whatever. Uh, Mitsugaki? No. Uh, <laughs> whatever, it doesn't matter. But I I got Newton, definitely for sure. Yeah. He's definitely gatekeeper range. Almost like rampage. Emmanuel Newton was the champ. And now he's lost two in a row. That's a joke. <laughs> I'd like to see him in the UFC. He wouldn't even probably be top 15. No way. Next up, we have Melvin Gayard making his second or third uh, Bellator fight against Derek Campos. I will take Melvin Gayard here. Just he's like he's won three guy. out of only won like three of his last ten fights. But who does, who's guy. Derek Campos? Yeah. Like he's nothing special either. At least Gayard has the uh, experience. He's good on his feet. He's a tough guy. What was that fight that was real crazy? I think it was against Cerrone. Where it was like back and forth. Yeah. Like almost knocked yeah. Cerrone out, then he got knocked out. Yeah. And the same thing with Jim Miller. He like cracked him, but then he got submitted. Yeah, yeah. Again, like two minutes later. But I mean, the competition's not that high. I think Duarte's got it easily. Yeah. The last fight on the main card tomorrow night is. <gasps> Excuse the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Pineda, ex UFC fighter versus Emmanuel Sanchez. A guy I've never heard of, but I was looking at his record. Never heard of him? No. Uh, I took Sanchez because I, it's more of a vote against Pineda. 
Because I've seen him fight and he's not that great. I'll take Sanchez also. Cool. So we're lockstep yeah. in those picks. So If we each lose, we lose. <laughs> yeah, I'm rooting for you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, next up, when we do uh, these previews, we're only going to do main card for Bellator, main events, maybe co-main events for World Series of Fighting, and most of the card for the UFC stuff. So... Also this weekend, Saturday night, is World Series of Fighting 28, headlined by the Bantamweight Championship. Marlon Moraes defends his belt against Joseph Barajas. Moraes is a pretty solid prospect. Absolutely. There's talk of him eventually coming, coming over to the UFC. To the UFC after. That, yeah. He has one more fight after this on his contract. Barajas contract, he'll come on over. And, I think that's uh, definitely for sure. Man, Bantamweight's going to be exciting in about... Six. Well, it already is. To I mean, be honest, it already is, but at the, at the, I think McGregor. It's only going to get more exciting. Or not McGregor. Uh, Dominic Cruz. Yeah, I think his days are numbered. No way, man. He's there for ten more years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's probably. He's, uh, I was going to say like cash a couple. He's more on tracks. his last limb, but uh, like he's probably got a year or two, maybe. If I mean, it depends on what happens his next fight. Like I said, I don't want to say I like him. I like Cruz. I'm rooting for him to stay healthy, at least get some fights in. I don't dislike him, but he lost that fight. <laughs> All right, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> but as for Marais, I've actually never seen him fight. But, He's um, a solid guy. Just looking at some highlights and and his record, obviously he's he's skilled and he's up and coming down. I'll take him over Joseph Barajas, who yeah. hasn't really fought anybody. I agree. Uh, I'm very interested, actually, to watch this fight uh, Saturday night because, yeah. like I said, it'll be my first time seeing him, and I'm, I want to try to assess his UFC prospects. Well, I think they're pretty good. And get a better read as far as my top ten for that weekly. He would be, like, uh, I think coming in top five. Yeah, top five immediately. I have. I think I currently have him at, like, seven or eight. I mean, yeah, yeah for the he pulls up a good win. Yeah, I just it's hard to really move him too much when no the competition fighting. he's fighting. Yeah. But anyway, that's all we have for World Series of Fighting. Yeah. On Sunday night, it's the Ultimate Fight Night 83, Cowboy versus Cowboy. Yep. Donald Cerrone versus Alex Oliveira. Was Tim Means until he popped for steroids. Yeah, and he says it wasn't steroids, but don't they all say that? Well, on a side note, Glyson T-Bow recently admitted to using EPO and he's like I didn't think it was a big deal I used it out of competition <laughs> what an idiot <laughs> I mean so clearly he's been doing it his whole career yeah but you <laughs> look at him you can tell I mean, he's two years ripped. suspension say goodbye yeah but yeah Cowboy versus Cowboy this is a this is a fun matchup as far as the replacement we goes it. we could see how Cerny looks at welterweight at least yeah, at least body-wise, because Oliveira is a guy that can fight 155 or 172, yeah, yeah. so it, like, it'll like it be good to see if he carries more power, yeah. how he holds the weight, how Better he looks. shots. Yeah. It'll still be interesting, I feel I like. I got Cerrone all day. All day and night. Uh, yeah, obviously I have the the real cowboy as well, because he's yeah. one of my favorite fighters. Yeah, well, Always I, fun to watch. This will be an entertaining fight, because... Uh, Alex Oliveira is, a, is an entertaining fighter. He he puts pressure on. He's good on the feet, on the ground. I think uh, Donald's kicks are going to play a big part. Yeah, I, his Muay Thai, I think, is going to be the difference. Yeah. And obviously, he fights at a high-level competition All nonstop. Yeah. And 
Oliveira, this is a big step up for him. Yeah. I think it'll actually be a better fight than a lot of people might expect, but yeah. I still expect Serrani to win by either late stoppage or unanimous decision. Yeah, well, the Brazilian Cowboy's not a bad fighter by any means. Yeah, yeah. He's still someone to watch out for. Yeah. And at least this will give him some shine, win or lose, just to be in there against Cowboy, the other Cowboy. Uh, this is a card with a lot of turmoil, a lot of fights canceled or moved or changed out. But uh, next up is Derek Brunson versus uh, Roan Carnero, <laughs> who um, at middleweight. Carnero is in some top 10 or 15 lists I've seen out there. Really? Uh, I don't. I think I've seen him fight maybe once or twice, yeah. but nothing sticks out Derek for me. Fight. Derek Brunson has been around a while, and he's got a good record. I mean, he's fought some good fighters. He beat. Uh, no, he lost to Yul Romero. He was actually kind of beating him, and then got knocked out in the third round. What does that mean? Romero's the top five guy. Romero's on steroids. So is uh, Gleason Tebow. <laughs> whatever that means <laughs> but uh, I mean but I feel like I might be wrong but I thought Brunson beat um, who's the guy that uh, Calvin Gaston beat in Ultimate Fighter he just knocked out Gegard Mousasi and then came back and lost yeah I know exactly what you're talking about I can't think of his name Jesus that's that's pathetic <laughs> but I well. think he beat him and I think he'll beat Carnero as well I just I just think he's just a solid middle-of-the-pack guy. Yeah. I mean, he's a bruiser. He's It'll not... probably be a good fight. Yeah. I I just hope... if I mean, I people obviously think Carnero has some potential. Maybe it might be better for the division if he just can come out like gangbusters and do something, but I'll just take the solid, uh, steady Brunson yeah. to win that fight. And what was going to be my favorite fight of the night... John Lineker versus Cody Garbrandt. Lineker out with Lineker some crazy got, fever. Got uh, like uh, Denong fever. Yeah, or which like is that. like a mosquito and like it's almost like the Zika virus or something. Yeah, I mean, what it is. Uh, but instead, Cody Garbrandt will fight Augusto Mendez, who's like seven and zero. Apparently, he's a legit prospect. Like, well, but I'm gonna pick so Grant. is Cody Garbrandt. I'm gonna pick Garbrandt, but. Uh... Like I said, we'll see what happens with him because Team Alpha Male is falling apart at the seams. Yeah. I, this guy's... He's fun to watch, Garbrandt, but he's so weird looking with the tattoos and he's so skinny. Well, I don't mind his tattoos or anything, but I just... I think maybe by year's end, Team Alpha Male might even not even be a team. Yeah, I could see it happening. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on right now. Or at least I mean, it'll look lose, way if different. If they lose Benavidez... Then uh, all there could be is like Mendez, Faber, and Mendez doesn't Faber. even seem like he wants to even be part of it. He doesn't. Like he seem wants like to hunt. He wants to be a fighter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's still going to be a cool fight to uh, up and coming guys. I just would have loved to seen Lineker versus Garbrandt, yeah. two heavy hitters, yeah, got big hands. Yeah. yeah. Man, I, I hope Lineker can recover pretty quickly. Well, he's had trouble weight cutting too, and he's got a well at flyweight. That's why I moved uh, up yeah, to band yeah, weight. Yeah. So that's why I, I think it could be an interesting fit because his power might even play more if he yeah. can, doesn't have to cut that much. Cody's not a big guy either. I mean, yeah, you could have knocked him out. Yeah, I'll take Garbrandt as well there. Don't know anything about Mendes, but interested to watch that fight. Yeah. 
Originally, Brandon Thatch versus Sear Bahadurza was supposed to take place here, but it's been moved to UFC 196 next month. <laughs> I guess because of a minor injury or something like that. So yeah. instead, next up is Dennis Bermudez versus Tatsui Kawajiri. The oldie but a goodie. Yeah. Uh, Bermudez, he's overrated and underrated, I feel like, at the same time. Yeah. He's a guy that's always going to put an entertaining fight on. He's going to go out there, he's going to slug, he's going to wrestle, he's going to throw down, but he also leaves himself open way too much. Yeah. He had a huge winning streak, but it was not really against much competition. Yeah. And as soon guys. as he kind of fought top 15 type of guys, he started losing. But I still think he'll come out on top against Caligiri. I just think he's going to outmuscle him. I'm going to one-up you there, I'm going to take Caligiri. Oh, our first... <laughs> Dissension of the yeah. of the night. What do you th- what do you think Algeria's got going for him? That Bermudez does Like you said, he's a big strong guy, but I think Algeria might just have strategy, or I mean, we'll see what happens. But like you said, but uh, Bermudez leaves himself out there sometimes. Yeah, you know he's just gonna come out swinging and yeah. and see what happens. Might out, might decision him. You know what I mean? Yeah, could tire him out. Yeah. Next up, James Krause versus Shane Campbell. <laughs> What's that <laughs> You know him. Yeah. James oh, Krause, I like. He's a solid fighter. He wins one, he loses one. Yeah. Uh, I That's think why he's going to win the card. <laughs> I think he's going to win this one. Who do you like? I'll take Krause. All right. Next up is Alex Garcia versus Sean Strickland. Again, two younger guys with a little bit of potential. I know Sean Strickland. I mean, I don't personally know, but I'll, <laughs> I'll take Strickland. All right. I like Alex Garcia. I just think he's he's got... Let's face it, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them both fight. I just I'm try, I can't remember enough to like put their, yeah, their styles it. together. Yeah. But I just, from what I've seen of them, I like what I saw more from Alex Garcia. I... The matchup might not favor him, but I'm going to go with him. Yeah. Uh, women's fight. Women's fight. Uh, <laughs> Ashley, <laughs> Ashley Evan Smith is fighting Marianne Renault. Is that the Irish chick? Who? Ashley Evan Smith. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you get. Sorry, Tanya. Sorry, Tanya. Yeah. When you're coming to our brilliant expertise. Uh, I'll take Marianne Renault, even though. She lost to Holly Holm last time. Obviously, that carries a, a little more weight uh, nowadays than it did at the time. I'll take Evan Smith. Just to be different? Well, I've heard of her. I've, I know she lost to Holly Holm. I've seen that fight, but I didn't know about her now. Yeah. Chris, Chris Camozzi versus Joe Riggs. The Camozzi all day. For real? Joe, Joe Riggs, Riggs is, he's the Beastmaster. Or what is this? He's like 48 years old. Yeah, that's true. This is a fight that is ridiculous. Chris Camozzi's a good fighter. He's not. He's really not. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like Bellator contender. Well, Joe Riggs was the one. He was a... Joe Riggs was on Bellator's reality show. Oh, and he, he won, won it. it. He won it. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's on the land first fight of <laughs> A UFC card. He can fight the winner of Chris Shamrock. <laughs> I think Chris Camozzi's hands down way better than Joe Riggs. I, I, it's going to be a shit show. It's going to be 
Slow plotting, yeah. like point. We'll see. It's the first, first fight of the night they went through. Actually, it's on the main card. <laughs> it's just these. <laughs> some of this is a little <laughs> out of order. Uh, I think it got mixed around with some of the changes, and uh, it's okay. actually on the main card. Oh, Christ! It's right. gonna be just as good as Roy Nelson versus what, Jared, Jared Russo. <laughs> but oh, the middleweight, yeah. So let's go on to Bellator One Fifty, which yeah. is next weekend. Here actually. We Again, Bantamweight. This is the division to watch right now. This is the title fight. Marcos Galvo versus Eduardo Dantes. Hell of a fight. Galvo. Legitimately one of the best fights Bellator has offered yeah. at the moment in time. Galvo is badass. You're taking him? Yeah. Uh, I've seen... Um, I think they've already fought each other. This might even be the trilogy. Yeah. I think they're one and one, know. or at least Galvo... It's definitely at least a rematch. Yeah. I was just looking at their... Uh, you know, the fight finder on Sure Dog. And it's kind of like a round robin over there. Like, Dantas <laughs> beat uh, this guy. But I think Dantas is a really good fighter. He's still pretty young, too. He's fought a couple injuries of recent, but I I think he's going to beat Gava. I think it's going to be a hell of a fight. Yeah. Throw down, maybe split decision style. It's tough to predict these Bellator fights, I mean. Yeah, it feels like they've all fought each other and they've all beat each other yeah. one for one or whatever. Yeah, it's like Michael Chandler and Eddie Alvarez. Kind yeah, of exactly. But, yeah, I like Dantas there. Also on that is Czech Congo, ex-UFC fighter, versus okay. Vinicius Kiros. I think Congo. Yeah, it always reminds me of that movie uh, about the, the monkeys. You know the Congo, uh, the movie where uh, the the apes go crazy and start killing people. That's what this I always is the think. Of. Expert here. <laughs> yeah, check out the Red Box report. Exactly. This is uh, what I think of when I when I hear Chuck Congo's name. I, I like Congo as well. I just he's gonna bang those bungalows and <laughs> knock this guy out. I guess I don't know. I never even heard of heroes. <laughs> Bobby Cooper versus David Rickles. Is next again. This is lightweight where it's just around Robin. I've, I've heard of both of these guys. I know they have like 10 I, Bellator fights each or whatever, but uh, I'm going to go with Rickles because I like his name better. Cooper. Sounds like a stand up comedian or something. You. <laughs> That's always interesting. Wow. Um, I can give a shit what's going on with Bellator. I'm gonna. St- I'm trying to get into it. I really am. I'm gonna try to. I mean, more it's attention. not that I dislike any Mitch Martial Arts fights, but. Kendall Grove versus Francisco France. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> Francisco France. Uh, Kendall Grove, ex-UFC fighter. I think he won a season of the Ultimate I Fighter. I think he did too, yeah. Um, what do you think? Kendall Grove by submission. Uh, Francisco France by France and Isis. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Unanimous decision. I, Kendall Grove is He's falling old. off a cliff. Yeah. He's not that old. I guess for fighter, maybe. He's like 34, 35, I think. But he's just... he. I feel like he never was that great to begin with, and he's only gotten worse over time. He was in the UFC video game, I tell him right now. Hell yeah. <laughs> and next up, uh, Bellator bringing in a women's division. Uh, 125-pounders, trying oh, wow. to be different, <laughs> at least compared to UFC, which has 115 and 135. It's Lena Ovchinka-Novakova. Versus uh, Rebecca Ruth. Uh, Lena is 
a submission artist. She's like, I don't know if she's undefeated, but she's got a great record and most of her wins are by decision. And Rebecca Ruth is the opposite. She's like undefeated or close to it with a bunch of knockouts on her resume. And uh, I'm going to take Ruth. You're going to take Ruth? I need to get ahead in this count. <laughs> uh, I'm taking Lena because... I don't know. I feel like usually a submission artist is going to be a knockout artist, especially when it comes to women's fighting, because I feel like it's a little more on the early days as the development of the sport goes. Plus, she's actually kind of hot, so like to see, like to see her win, like see her out there. Well, that's not good. Crazy. Yeah, don't take that to heart. But yeah, (laughs) I did deliver the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issues today at work. Uh, that was Ron Rouse doesn't look too bad, huh? Nah, she was definitely the weakest of the three covers. Uh, come on, but the size sixteen model, Ron Rousey looks size sixteen. She's no, the, there's a size. 16. I know, and I was liking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're off the rails. <laughs> Next card is ultimate big card here, real big card here. Yeah, huge, gigantic. I've run out of metaphors. <laughs> ultimate fight night eighty four on. Uh, the Fight Pass or Facebook prelims. Yeah. Uh, Whatever you want to call it. I'm going to actually use a seven-day free trial to watch this fight because can't miss Anderson Silva versus Michael Bisbang finally in the primes of their careers. Absolutely. We finally get to this see gonna, it. Yeah. This is gonna be no, of course, when they're both like over the hill or at least on a decline. I'm calling it right now. Bisbang this is going to be... <laughs> This is going to be Forrest Griffin and Anderson Silva, too. Oh, hell yeah. Anderson Silva's going to toy and mess Bisping up. He's just going to swat him and knock him out I mean, whenever he wants. This is it's going to be worse than Bonner. It's going to be worse than... It might be worse than Forrest. But Anderson Silva, by manhandling, teak knockout. Yeah, I'm so interested in just hearing Bisping talk all this crap and then get Dan Henderson again. Yeah. <laughs> but the biggest thing is, is Silva going to pass the test? That's, that's not none of my worry. No? Yeah. Should Silva just balk up and go up to heavyweight? Anderson? <laughs> yeah. We're talking about the same person, right? Anderson Silva, yeah. If he takes more steroids, maybe. Like I'm saying... Don't need to say they fit. Just like, maybe light heavyweight. <laughs> he's tall. He's got like I think he's he could just big. get fat like Anthony Johnson and go up to heavyweight. <laughs> like, like you said, we're off the rails here. <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I like Silva as well. I think there's. I don't see any way Bisping can get, even get close to his pitter patter. Can't do damage even if he did hit him. I mean, it's, if Nick Diaz couldn't like seriously, if Anderson, I mean, yeah, that's a fight I would actually like to see is Michael Bisping versus Nick Diaz. If Nick Diaz comes back in August, he'd be stupid to fight to get his well, suspension reduced. I've said not. this before, but like the whole they took his livelihood away and all that, and if he doesn't come back, it's, yeah, that's what I mean. But wouldn't that be kind of fun to both talk shit to each other, yeah, Bisping and Diaz? It would be a good fight. It would yeah. be a good seller. Yeah, might be a good. Main card for 200. Oh, Diaz can't fight on 200. I don't think yeah. it'd be a, a main card. Yeah, yeah. He's doing what you're saying. But Diaz can't fight on 200. Yeah. Maybe so, 201. Yeah. <laughs> if Bisbing survives this fleet. Right. I don't He's definitely not going to. 
You also have Talus Leites for Skagard Masasi. Uh, it's actually a pretty solid middleweight fight. Yeah, it's not bad at all. I think Masasi's too smart to, to lose to it. I can't believe Tails Leitis is uh, still around. What? What disease did you just say? <laughs> Tails Leitis? <laughs> I don't know how to say his name. Talus Leitis? Talus Leitis. I guess. Well, that's... <laughs> uh, he fought Anderson Silva before. Yeah, that was, that was in my consideration, but yeah, it was a disaster, but... Um, the gay guard just got knocked out by that guy, black guy, we can't think of his name. <laughs> it's, uh, Hall. Uriah? Uriah Hall. We couldn't think of Uriah Hall. <laughs> yeah. He got knocked out by Hall. That was, I mean, I wouldn't say fluke, because it was pretty sick. It yeah. was, like, that actually well That was, uh, like a spinning back kick or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. First time Musashi's ever been knocked out, I think, or finished in that way. Uh, well... I forgot that was Musasi, yeah. You're right. But he was dominating he was Hall working, in the first yeah, round. He was working him, yeah. I, again, I wouldn't say fluke, because it was definitely a legitimate knockout. Like, yeah. It wasn't yeah. a lucky punch, but... It's not that, it's not that. Yeah, it he's wasn't... I don't... I think if he fought Hall ten more times, he'd probably win nine or ten other times. Fluke, I would call uh, Jose Aldo McGregor. That's a fluke. That's not a fluke. <laughs> <laughs> the fluke is uh, Matt Serra versus GSP. That's a fluke? Yeah. It's a fluke. When you know it's a it. fluke is T.J. Dillashaw, Ermers went in the right. I like Don't, get, don't get me started. <laughs> I do like Musashi as well. I just, I mean, Leite ain't bad, and he's good on the ground. I just think Musashi. I mean, they've been around for a long time. Yeah. I just think Musashi's too smart. Yeah, I do too. And he, and Ermers, it makes him a boring fighter because he's so cautious. Yeah. But he'll do what he has to do. Tom Breeze. Tom Breeze. He's been around for a long time. He's nine and zero. Is he? Yeah, he's... Uh, maybe Who he has... Who am I thinking of? Um, I don't know. Fabrice? No. Tom yeah, Breeze. Yeah, I don't know. British fighter versus... Well, I've heard of Tom Breeze. Maybe that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's been around a while. I've heard of him. <laughs> Who's he fighting? <laughs> <laughs> he's fighting Keita Nakamura <laughs> he's been around a while <laughs> yeah Keita Nakamura I know her but <laughs> I guess Breeze is a... It'll be a Breeze. He'll knock him out in the first round. I'm going to take uh, Nakamura. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Next up, this this event does play, take place in uh, England. Yeah, Brad Pickett, another... town hero. Yep, always in these European cards. Yeah. Versus Francisco Rivera, who most recently got... Rocked and submitted by um, John Lineker. But I think he's a good fighter. He's got power. Are you taking Rivera on this? I'm taking Rivera. I think he was going to beat Uriah Faber until Faber poked him in the eyes and then illegally finished him. I just think Brad Pickett's on the way down and Rivera is still pretty good. I agree that Brad Pickett's probably on the way down, but Francis Rivera's nothing to worry him about to take Pickett. I wrote my mom home to my mom about him just a couple weeks ago so I beg to differ <laughs> yeah. next up Maquin 
I feel like I feel like I might have misread that, but Maquin Americani versus Mike Wilkinson. Uh, both young guys with some legit potential, like their prospects is what I'm trying to say. I'll take Wilkinson. I'm taking Americani just because Mike Wilkinson sounds like a bitch to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I he'll, he he actually, I think he's like 10-1 or something. Whatever. Rustam Havilov is next versus Norman Park. And uh, I'm taking... Park. You like Norman Park? Yeah. Irishman. Yeah. He's... <sighs> I can't believe he's that... Is he that low on the card or is it... No, I believe not. I think he actually is higher up. Yeah. Um, but Havilov, he's fought better competition. His most recent losses were to Benson Henderson and a yeah. split decision against someone that... I can't remember, but like he's beaten some legit competition. He's one of these Khabib type guys who's going to wrestle you, throw you around. Yeah. And uh, I think he's going to beat Park. Norman Park's been around the block, though. I mean, he's uh, he's had some good fights. Yeah. I remember when he called out Diego Sanchez. Like, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're calling out Diego. And the last one I want to predict is. Davy Grant, remember him? He was on Ultimate Fighter. He lost in the finale, and he hasn't fought since. Now it's in 2014. Oh, great. Uh, and now he's fighting Marlon Vera. I can't wait to get to the news. I got some shit to talk about. <laughs> and I'll take Davy Grant, because why, why not? You just like going against me. Well, I need to get up in this count, so I hope I We're even. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I forgot to say. we got ahead here. We're both 14 and 11. Just over 500. Yeah. It's flat out predictions. But there has been a lot of upsets, so yeah. it's, it's no one's doing fantastic. Alright, so that's it for the predictions. Move on to our top five. Since Anderson Silva is fighting, since the first time since his suspension, our, we forgot to do a top five in the last episode. So here's our first top five Anderson Silva fights. What's your number five? My top five Anderson Silva fights. Number Just five, number five. I get it. Right, <laughs> number five Anderson Silva fight is Anderson Silva versus Vitor Belfort. Okay. Why is it on your list? Well, you just going to talk about the say, fight, right? They, I don't know. Talk about what was so great about it. Well, it was the front kick. Well, it was the back leg front kick. Knocked him out cold. Gave him a couple times. It was devastating. It was, that was... That was the start of Anderson Silva's real star, right there. Yeah, I would that agree was the start that. of the legend. Yeah, my number five is versus Forrest Griffin at UFC 101. You talked about it a little bit earlier. This was I his second time going up to 205. Yeah, and uh, after he demolished James Irvin, did the same thing to Forrest Griffin, made him look silly. Just Very silly. Clowned him. Just. I mean, like yeah, fading I mean, away, swiping jab, yeah. knocks him out cold. Forrest was on the mat looking up at the stars. And Forrest, to that point, was considered a tough guy. Yeah, I mean, still that is, was coming I'm right sure. off a championship, not far off of it. Yeah. yeah. And that was just when Anderson Silva could do whatever he wanted in yeah. any weight class. He was the Conor McGregor of that time, yeah. basically. Absolutely. Number four? My number four Anderson Silva fight is Anderson Silva versus Tony Frickland. That is, uh, I believe, believe uh, Cage Rage. 
at a reverse elbow knockout. It yeah, I was telling you, nasty. I, I never seen any of his fights before UFC. Yeah, I, th- I believe it was Cage Rage. I'm pretty sure it was. It's over in, like, England. Tony Franklin's a British guy, I believe. I could be wrong on that, but... I mean, it was a stand-up fight, and then Anderson Silva just pulled his elbow up like this and just dropped it down on his face, reverse elbow style. Knocked him out cold, but it was... It's, it's nasty. I had to check that out, for yeah. sure, once I get that uh, UFC Fight Pass free trial. You can find it on YouTube. I ain't cheap like that. I'm using free trials. <laughs> My number four is the second Chris Weidman fight at UFC 168 when he snaps his leg. Just an iconic moment. That image. That's your, in your top five? Images. That was the hype leading up to it, coming off the rematch. That image of his leg is seared into my brain. I can't... I think there's bigger points in that fight other than his leg breaking. Oh, for sure. It was... I think the biggest part of that fight was when Anderson Silva got the full Muay Thai plumb clinch on Chris Weidman, and Chris Weidman just threw hooks on him, and he knocked him down. You yeah, remember that? took him down. Well, he knocked yeah, him down. Yeah, but followed him down. Yeah. Yeah. That was the biggest part of that fight for me. See, when I'm doing this, I'm looking at the full scope, not just like the result. I'm okay. looking at yeah. how I felt leading up to it, during it, like... How hyped I was in the moment, yeah, and just yeah. the aftermath and all that kind of stuff, the yeah. whole experience. So, just was an event like something else that you thought a lot of people thought the first fight was a fluke, and yeah. this kind of was fluky too. But still, it was crazy to see him lose like that, especially definitely. That I man. thought I thought he was gonna manhandle Chris Weidman, and Chris Weidman kind of manhandled him up until he chucked that leg kick. And yeah. Like, yep. What's your number three? My number three Anderson Silva fight is Anderson Silva versus Stefan Bonner. For a few different reasons. A, they stepped up and saved the event. It was yep. a uh, pay-per-view card. Supposed to be signed, right? Uh, I forget what it was supposed to be. But I uh, thought it was the rematch against Sonnen, but I could be wrong. I, yeah, I don't think so, because that was uh, that was the last fight before Weidman. He had already fought oh, yeah. Sonnen twice. Well, well I'm going to go kill myself. <laughs> but anyway I don't know what they were saving but they say the event it was a light heavyweight fight Stefan Bonner ended up testing positive for steroids but I mean the way Anderson fought that fight I mean walking back to yeah. the cage and just like Matrix taking, all his, taking all his hits and all that clown and then just knee to the solar plexus drop him to the ground it was it was nasty that was classic Anderson Silva yeah my number three is the first Chris Weidman fight, UFC 162, <laughs> to, to see Anderson Silva that was, lose. That was one of the most iconic moments in UFC history. Yeah. I mean, I think that card was at the end of the year, right? And that was... No, that was in July. And then the that's rematch. right, that's right, that's right. But yeah, just going in, I didn't give Weidman a chance. Even though I knew he was a pretty good up-and-coming guy, I thought he would have his day in the future. But he, in the first round... He held his own. You could tell his confidence. Yeah, I mean, up. it was like kind of jumping around, and Anderson was trying to play his game. He was there. trying to clown him, and not the right guy to do that to because he got yeah, he got found out real quick. Yeah, it kind of fluky, but it's his own fault. I wouldn't strategic call it wise. I mean, he hit him on the chin. Yeah, true. And just to see, so well, you're gonna act around, wiggle like you're hurt, and then you get hit and knocked out. True, that's not a fluke. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Won't argue. But the first loss in UFC, right, for Silva after yeah, 17 or 18 absolutely. fights or something? 16 title defenses and then yeah. all the light heavyweight fights. 
Yeah, crazy stuff. It just yeah. was bananas. And immediately, you were ready for the rematch. Absolutely. And I the thought, second it happened. Like we said before, I thought Anderson was going to manhandle Yeah, I Anderson. thought Anderson was going to come back and beat him. Yeah. What's your number two? My number two Anderson Silva fight is Anderson Silva versus Chael Sonnen 1. That's my number two as well. Chael UFC Sonnen. 117. Chael Sonnen manhandled Anderson Silva. On the, the feet, on fight. the ground. Knocked him down a few times. I mean... Was weird. Man-handled and I remember this fight specifically because I was texting you the whole time. You gave me the the way to watch it, yeah. and uh, it was just it unbelievable. I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll watch Silva just kill this guy. Yeah. And then you're like, there's no way. Holy crap! Yeah. Chael Sonnen is gonna beat him. I couldn't believe it. And then in the fifth round, slaps that, that triangle, triangle on, and, and just... I, it's incredible. That's just Insane. The legacy of Silva that he he can't yeah. be beat no matter what. That's part of the legend in itself. Yeah, there. exactly. It was, just, it was crazy. The theatrics he, of it. He was getting beat bad. I mean, it wasn't a little bit. It wasn't like an even fight. He was yeah. getting his ass kicked. And he w- didn't panic. I mean, he just... Well, I don't know if he didn't panic, but I mean... But it didn't seem he like... He saw it. his opportunity, guys like over his shoulder. And but it didn't time. seem like he was coming out at the beginnings of the rounds like going crazy. Like, oh, yeah, i got to yeah. knock this guy out. Like, he was yeah. still... Just fighting his fight yeah. and doing what he does. So, yeah, it's, pretty it's awesome. very memorable. Very, very, very. You're number one. So, my number one Anderson Silva fight is Anderson Silva versus Forrest Griffin. Just for the theatrics of it. I mean, he. That's his most. Memorable. But it was their most disappointing how easy it looked. That's. Like I said, it wasn't far off of uh, Forrest Griffin coming off his championship. Yeah. He wasn't a bad fighter at that point. He wasn't. And uh, he, he made him look like a fool. Sure did. My number one is Vitor Belfort, UFC 126. Like you said, that's when Silva became Silva and yeah. the draw. That was like after the Damian Maia fight, and he was. That's when he Dana White was talking about cutting Anderson Silva. Yeah, or putting him on the prelims or yeah, something. Yeah. And yeah, because this was when he was just going from a cat playing with with the mouse, you know, like yeah. just toying with his prey, to all right. I'll fight. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and just coming out and doing everything. And that knockout was just disgusting. Front kick. Never seen anyone get knocked out. It wasn't like a front... It wasn't the lead leg, though. It was his back leg, if you watch it. Yeah. So he plants his front leg. Yeah. It was like a back leg. I mean, it was... It's crazy. Yeah, and this was Vitor, like... Not in his and prime, everybody, everybody, but... After that, everybody was talking about how Steven Seagal taught him that kick. That's a joke. <laughs> yeah, then the next month, Leoto did that flying. Yeah, yeah, well, that's, that's such a joke. Yeah. Uh, but this was Vitor pre-supersteroids, but he was still in shape and yeah, he was fighter. He wasn't huge at that point. I mean, was... Yeah. But that was a hell of a fight, for yeah. sure. All right, let's get to the news and get on out of here. Yeah. Bellator with a lot of signings. Since we last yeah. talked, Ben Henderson is the biggest, ner- most notable. Definitely. And he's going to fight at welterweight in Bellator, and he immediately gets a title shot against Andre Koreshkov in April. I think he handles that easily. You think he'll take him out? Absolutely. Uh, my stepdad, Jack, says he thinks Koreshkov will beat him. He really yeah. likes this guy. Yeah. I've never seen him fight. I don't think I have either. But, but something tells me. Benson Henderson's going to outclass Ben him. Henderson's got great striking and great game, but he's a black belt. I think he just, easily handles it. Just look at the the other Russian Bellator champ that 
end up losing to Tito you, Ortiz. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's it's undefeated. He's amazing. And then it's that was the middleweight champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he lost two fights in a row, got busted for steroids. So, I don't know. These random Russian guys. Yeah. I don't know. Don't know where it's going to be. Unless they, I see them fight competition. It doesn't work for me. They also signed Sergey Kartanov, heavyweight. They fought for Strike Force and Pride and yeah. and all that. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, Chris Lieben making his return to fighting. Why? I have no idea. He said he was never going to fight again. And here he I is mean, in Bellator. Yeah, it's tough. I'd rather just see him not fight. <laughs> He's going to kill himself. I thought he was, like I said, I expected him to never fight again. But uh, Is it going to be versus Koscheck? I hope not. He needs to fight Paul Daly. I know, but eventually. Cause it's not going to last that long. They're castmates from the first Ultimate Fighter. That's I understand story, what right? you're saying, yeah. But it's not going to last that long. But do you get it, though? They're afraid yeah. we're on. <laughs> He's going to get TKO'd and he's, oh, I shouldn't have come back. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and Rampage is back after he settled Settlement, his contract yeah. dispute. Didn't see that one coming. Kind of yeah, did. Right. I was actually just thinking a few days ago. What is what's Rampage doing? He fought yeah. in the UFC, but then he haven't heard anything since. Yeah, and Back here you go. Yeah. yeah, I mean whatever. It'll be fun to watch him fight in Bellator. What's he gonna do Tito. in the UFC? Maybe he'll fight Tito. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm not awesome. But. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be cool. Yeah, where he could fight Hoist. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and that's, that's the stuff we'll do, though. Exactly. Exactly. Or Kimbo. Oh, my God. That'd be crazy. Money weight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the last thing, Bellator-wise, was they announced their new venture, Bellator Kickboxing, today. Which I've heard nothing about. Uh, basically, the April 16th card, uh, Bellator MMA card, is going to lead into the first Bellator Kickboxing card. So I guess they'll never do Glory again. Yeah, Glory's out. And Melvin Manhoof is on the card. Like, they got some MMA guys and some straight like kickboxing guys. Yeah, I think he's on there. I think I saw that. But, uh, yeah, man. I mean, I'm not a huge kickboxing guy, but I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I'll watch I'll it. I'll watch it, It's yeah. combat sports, you know. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. It's high-level kickboxing. Scott Coker was originally a kickboxing guy, so. Yeah. And it's cool they're tying it in and... I don't know. At least it will give them something to distinguish themselves other than freak show fights. Yeah. All right. Let's get into some UFC news. Chris Carrasso retired. Yeah. Ex- well, at least he got Challenger. a title shot. Yeah. yeah. Even though it was ridiculous yeah, that he got bad. it. Yeah. Oh, man. What was that car? Did we were, were you there at us, with us uh, at Buffalo Wild Wings? Wow, I, I feel so. like that was a really good card, but that was the main event. Yeah. And everyone left after the co-main event. <laughs> yeah. It was weird. Uh, but whatever. I think it's always smart when a fighter retires. Yeah. Uh, let's see. UFC 197. They announced Jones versus Cormier 2 officially yep. in April. Also, Demetrius Johnson versus Henry Cejudo. Uh, Anthony Pettis versus Edson Barboza on the same card. Very good fight. Jessica Aguilar versus Juliana Lima. And good Yair, fight there. Yair Rodriguez and Andre Feely. Two really good up and coming guys. Fight. That's an awesome card. You gotta admit, like, even with all the cards the UFC puts out, unless it's ravaged by injuries, the pay-per-views 
at least the, the end of last year and this year yeah. been pretty awesome. Yeah. Like at least for sure, if things don't fall apart. Yeah, I mean, like uh, With the, the last heavyweight title. Yeah. I mean, that's, but they're putting together some serious good cards every time out. It feels I, like. I have no respect for Fabricio Verdun at all. You don't at all. How come? Because he. I don't know, like I said, I don't know if the UFC announced that fight before they talked to him, but to pull out after they announced DB as the, as the fill-in, that's a joke. I don't know, I mean, it's a last-minute replacement. I mean, unless the UFC didn't call him, like I said. They've Maybe. done that before, that's what Jones said. They. It could be, I mean, but it's weird, but... At least they didn't cancel the little card. But anyway, let's move on. All right. You don't want to talk more shit on Virginia? <laughs> <laughs> and 199 was announced at Luke, Luke, Luke Cockhold. <laughs> Luke Rockhold versus Chris Weidman yeah, rematch yeah. headlines. There's that. some shit talking on that already. Well, yeah, Chris Weidman saying he had a broken foot a month out of that fight. Again, I feel like everyone goes to injuries. How much can you believe everything? Yeah. I just have to well, put... Luke Rockhold, well, they had like a lot of yeah, respect he had going... S- Staff infection, or, or well, not they had staff, a lot yes. of respect going for each other going into that fight, the camps and everything. Yeah, now he's not like, that's anymore. a joke. I'm going to finish Chris Weidman in two rounds. Yeah, I think it's the only move they could make after Romero pop positive. And yeah, the first fight was really good. I think it was underrated because of the McGregor versus Alder fight that came yeah. after it. That was an awesome fight. I'm ready for a rematch. I agree. I could see it going either way too. I I think I got Chris. Yeah. yeah. He's your, he's your boy. Yeah. I'm leaning Rockhold, but I like to wait. I just until never liked Rockhold that much. I don't really like him either, but he's I a dis- good fighter. It's not that I dislike him. Exactly. Anything, yeah, it's like when he's up against a guy I like, I'm rooting against him. Yeah. If he's up against generic number five, yeah. I'll, I'll root for him. Because yeah. he's an entertaining guy to watch. I agree. Um, let's see. UFC on Fox 19, they've announced Tisha Torres versus Rose Namajunas. Good fight. That is a good fight. Really good fight. Hopefully, this will be the thing that gets Tisha Torres off her decision win streak. I think uh, Rose has it handled. <laughs> yeah, she's improved greatly since the last time they yeah. fought in Invicta. She's trained. She's been training at. Uh, I saw a clip the other day. She was training at uh, Winkle John's. Great oh yeah, yeah. Roses. Yeah, that's John smart. That's smart. That, yeah. That's a good move for her. Uh, let's see. World Series of Fighting 30. Jake Shields was pulled from the title fight against John Fitch because of contract dispute. And Jal Zepparino takes his place. That's going to be awesome. (laughs) You sound thrilled. (laughs) I I mean, Jake Shields would have been great, but... Yeah. What do you think of this? Like, he doesn't want to do it because their contract is that if you win the title... You can't, even if it's the last fight of your contract. You can't. You have, it, yeah. you ha- until you lose the title. Why? You have to I keep agree. Fighting. That's stupid. But why sign a contract if you knew that I was there in the first place? Maybe you didn't. Check that fine print, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's not for me to talk on, I guess. Or he should have just thrown the match and then become a free agent. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of tricky. I've heard a well, lot of sketchy the match, shit. Then True. <laughs> what kind of free agent is he? Exactly. No win situation. Yeah. And I've heard a ton of shady shit about World Series of Fighting. I've got a piece of news here. Do it. Gary Tonin is grappling Rosemile Pires at uh, Polaris Pro, I believe it is. 
one of the big grappling events. Yeah. Gary Tonin against Rosamund. I, I don't know who Gary Tonin is. Gary Tonin is one of the best leg lock artists in the world. Yeah. He trains with uh, Eddie Cummings and uh, John Donaher at uh, Henzo Gracie in New York. Uh, he's won EBI. And what happened? Well, it hasn't happened yet. It just got announced. Oh. Who's going to... It's one of the biggest grappling matches that ever be announced. All right. Keep us updated. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's oh, I mean, you know send me a clip Paul Harris. of the results. Oh, yeah. I know. I mean, it's leg lock against leg lock. And uh, Gary Tonin is nobody to mess around with. Yeah. I wonder I think Paul gonna... Harris is a little bit heavier than him, so it would be interesting. It's like a super... It's a super fight in the jiu-jitsu yeah. for sure. He's probably going to get banned from jiu-jitsu next. Well, I mean, it's the only thing he's got going for because there's... Yeah, he's suspended for, what, two years? Yeah. But it's a, it's a huge jiu-jitsu match. Just got announced it's Polaris Pro. All right. It's like, uh, I think it's in London. I thought Eddie Bravo tournament was the biggest. No. No? I mean, it's it's up and coming. It's, it's probably the biggest here, but Polaris Pro, it's usually, I think, in Brazil, but this one's in England. Gotcha. Then there's uh there's a few different ones. There's ADCCE. I've never actually seen a straight up jujitsu match. Yeah. Is it entertaining? Oh, it's, uh, if you know what you're watching. Well, I like to think I would. <laughs> <laughs> no, I should give it. Well, a there's, shot. there's there's a few different there's a few different styles. I mean, I like submission only. If it's points, there's a lot of stalling. And, yeah. I've but if it's submission it. only, like EBI, the way that's the position reason. only, Damian Maya wins every time if well, he contended. Yeah, I mean. But if it's like like EBI with submission only, and after however many minutes, if there's no submission, they go into sudden death. So one person gets the back. Uh-huh. You go into back mount, and if you submit him, then you get like a chance. The other person gets your back. Right, right, yeah. It's yeah. almost like college football over time. It's right? like sudden death, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's So cool. it's really cool. Submission only is the way to go. No gi, I think, is the way to go. But yeah. People have their preferences. Gary I guess Turner, I remember. Gary Turner versus Paul Harris is one of the biggest matches to be announced. Cool. Lot, I think. Lady Lock versus Lady Lock. I'm interested, legitimately. And uh, I only remember Meta Morris when Brandon Shaw got bitched. By yeah. <laughs> he is a bitch. <laughs> I hope you're listening because your podcast fucking sucks. <laughs> oh, shit. Throw down. I fucking cannot stand the fighter than the kid. I've never listened to it. It's fucking I terrible. listen to a lot of MMA Sorry podcasts. Sorry for my language, but I cannot stand it. Well, there's our rivalry. Well, they're the biggest <laughs> podcast in the world. Is no, they're not. But I like... Uh, what's the other guy's name? It's uh, The Brent. Kid. Yeah. I've never listened to him. It's uh, Brian Callen. He is just stupid. Yeah? He's just stupid. <laughs> That's all I can say about that. Uh, I'll give a shout-out to the positive side of this, to Sure Dog Radio Network. Uh, co-main event podcast and Jesus um, Heavy Hands podcast with yeah. uh, Patrick Wyman and Connor Rebush they're awesome listen yeah. to them every week so. of course I like to do a regular podcast I mean who doesn't I've tried it's five hours long about tripping on b- mushrooms yeah well <laughs> I'm into that <laughs> <laughs> fair enough uh, also the UFC re-signed Alistair Overeem and Aljamain Sterling yeah, yeah, I was glad. I was. I knew they were going to do Aljamain. Yeah, yeah. Alistair. I I thought he might get free agency, but they. It was I mean, he smart, was making though. like three hundred fifty grand a fight, so he must be. He's probably making two hundred grand a fight. Yeah, something like that. 
We're getting pay-per-view points. Yeah, and they'll just put in one Fox every time now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it was smarter Sterling to shop himself around because... I agree, because he got a better deal. He probably... Uh, he was on the MMA Hour, which, yeah. shout out to the MMA Hour, Ariel Hawani, definitely best MMA journalist in the world. One of them, for sure. I think definitely the best. We'll do our top five MMA journalists next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... At least he got to shop his services around and force the UFC to pay him a little bit more. Yeah. Even though I'm sure that's where he wanted to be the whole time anyway. Yeah, that's what he said. He's Like I said, he was in the MMA hour and he said, if I shop myself around, I got a better deal. Good on you. Yeah. I'm just I want to see him get signed up for a fight as soon as possible. Another piece of news I have here, um, BJ Penn. Accused of something. What do you get accused of? I don't know, because I kept seeing... Uh, he's been pulled off of any consideration well, because of an accusation. But uh, I never really? read what the accusation well, they, was. They pushed his fight back another Allegation. Yeah. No, they've pulled it completely oh, really? for, for the time being because there was some that. kind of allegation, but I kept looking, but it just kept saying because of the allegation, but it never said what that. it was. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I guess we'll leave that for next time. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Randleman. Tragic. Yeah. 44 years old. Heart failure. What do you think that is? Steroids? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, not to take away from his legend, he's a great guy. and Apparently he was a great human being. Rest in peace, he's a great guy, apparently. And he had a... I mean, that suplex on Fedor will forever yeah. live in Even though infamy. Fedor survived it and knocked him out. Well, but, yeah. But yeah, still, it's pretty awesome. Live in infamy, I yeah. saw the highlight. Yeah. yeah. Pretty awesome. But, I uh, just... I only remember him... When I first started, he was at the tail end. He yeah. was just in UFC, like middle of the road kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah he was even entertaining then, though. Like, yeah. he wasn't great anymore, but. And like I said, I don't want to talk bad on the guy, but I mean, he's ripped and heart failure at forty-four. Yeah. He wasn't overweight. For sure not. Unless I mean, once you like get yourself go, that muscle turns. He was not overweight. No, because he's probably still training. Yeah. And yeah. probably teaching. Sucks. Like I said, I don't want to talk bad about the guy, but there's no way you can't tell me steroids. Yeah. That. I mean, it might have been worth it to him at the time to but, make the money. You like you said, to make. I don't want to talk bad about. Rest in peace, Kevin Randleman. I mean, you're a legend. Always will be. Heavyweight champion in UFC yeah. at one point. Apparently, I didn't know that. But yeah. And on that note... Uh, <laughs> Criticism's always good. But our rankings will be out shortly. Yeah. Oh, real quick, what about Ronda Rousey and Ellen saying she thought about killing herself? And I don't even want to speak on that. That's, uh... I mean, I guess vulnerability's good for the... She's rebuilding her image. I can never tell what's been contrived and what's not with her. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I don't. I don't know what to think about that because maybe it was real because her father killed herself, himself or whatever. But I don't know what to say about that. Yeah. You know what I mean. But then she said she wanted to have Travis Brown's babies. Yeah, that was disgusting. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, even like, I mean, I get what where she's coming from, but the way she said it was just like, I looked up at my man Travis. <laughs> I gotta be allowed to have his babies. Like, who speaks like that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean seriously. Yeah, it was it was kind of a joke if you ask me, but see, I guess he's divorced now. I mean, he's clearly with Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Lucky bastard. It's just weird to think of this huge heavyweight guy and then this little hundred thirty-five pound girl. Yeah, I mean, I've met her. I'm taller than her. Yeah. Yeah. You met her? Yeah. Where? In Baltimore. When she she was, was there. 
Cool. Yeah, it's cool. Alright. Well, our next podcast will be in exactly two weeks, or approximately two weeks. Yeah. Well, if anybody actually listens to this, have any questions, send us your questions on Twitter, and we'll happily answer them. Yeah, or email. Yeah. At the, the Red Belt... Nope. The Red Belt Report at gmail.com. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at Red Belt Report. And uh, I'm on Twitter at The Oral Report. And uh, on the next podcast, we'll talk about all the shit we previewed tonight. And we will preview Bellator 151, UFC 196, World Series of Fighting 29, and Ultimate Fight Night 85. Yeah. Some pretty good stuff on there. So. And our rankings will be updated by then. For sure. It's time to end the episode. See you later. <laughs>